Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Luke Tuma Podcast. Thank you for coming back for another episode. You guys are the best. You guys have been helping me promote it, dude, so I appreciate the support. You know, I saw last week um, that you guys, some of you did what I asked. You know, you I, what I told you, which I'll tell you again this week. Listen, man, if you're listening to this podcast and you're enjoying it and you love it, just screenshot it on your phone right now and post it on your Instagram story. And if you tag me, I'll repost it. And everybody will see that I reposted it. And everybody will know that you support me and you're showing love. And I, it's just like a way for me to show appreciation, man. So I, I thank you. Everybody's been so cool about like listening to my shit and supporting it. Also, look, I've seen some of you do it. If more of you can, this would be great. If you can, just go on to Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Apple or you can go on Apple, just on the podcast app, give me a five-star rating. Write in a little review. If you could, It takes five seconds, man. If you could do it, you're helping me out so much because it boosts it up the lists, all right? Boosts me up the list. So five-star rating, five-star review. If you can, man, screenshot your phone that you're listening to the podcast. Throw it on your Instagram story. Tag me. I'll repost it. And that's that, dude. I've, uh, I've been, just been chilling lately, you know? Been hanging out. Been watching the world burn, which has been <laughs> pretty good. Um, that's what's been going on, man. The world is upside down, and you know, there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, what, what are we supposed to do? You know, <clears throat> what are you gonna do? You gonna go on Twitter? <clears throat> that's that's what everybody that's what everybody seems to think that the solution is for all this is to go on Twitter and to voice voice my opinion and show who I stand with on either side of the spectrum. And I just I, I really would love if if Twitter got deleted the way they're saying TikTok is going to be deleted. TikTok is dancing kids, you know. I mean, like I said in the past, you know, I don't really care if it gets deleted. Twitter, I want to go. I th- would love if they got rid of it. I, what are we going to lose, dude? Only fans, porn stars, and a bunch of shitty comedians, you know? What are we going to lose? And a bunch of guys that like basketball? It's fucking nothing's good on there, man. I don't. We don't need anything, Okay. We don't need anything that's on Twitter. Black Twitter's funny, but they'll make it over to Instagram. All you got to do is go on funny hood vids. You'll see some stuff, you know? But, dude, there's no... Like, Twitter is a garbage pile of people. This is why it needs to go because I don't think it works functionally. Because people should... Not everybody should be able to voice their opinion about what's going on in the world. I think we should kind of, as a society, have to choose those people. They should be not only just elected into a political office to like be the leader, you should be elected into a political office to be able to publicly talk about politics. I'm sorry, but it's just, dude, an OnlyFans chick will tweet something about you know Bernie Sanders, and it'll go viral, and a million people will like it. She's affecting a million people on earth. Can, with her political opinions, can you imagine if, like, in the 1600s, a prostitute could talk directly to a million people and sway their political opinion? That's not good. That's not a good thing, dude. I don't think that that's, you know, Cardi B is like, everybody's like, Cardi B had such a an enriching uh, conversation with Bernie Sanders. Cardi B and Bernie, they really, they really figured it out. I'm like, dude, I don't want Cardi B talking to senators at all about policy. This is the lady who's dr- drugged and robbed people. And we're like, she's great. That's This is perfect. We got Cardi B in there. We're going to be fine. You know, pandemic, 
race riots, economic disaster. You know what we need? We need the lady from WAP to get in there and talk it out with our congressman. You know, I mean, it's just fucking insane, dude. It is insane. It's not. And everybody on there thinks that they're doing something. I think that, like, you get this weird release when, like, I think if you start, there's like a circle of people on Twitter who tweet political opinions that they all love and they all retweet and that they all get some buzz and everybody. But, like, if you tweet something nice or whatever or, or like, a political statement that is, like, tugs on the heartstrings of people and it gets 2,000 likes, that makes people think they're doing something. You're not doing anything. Dude, you know what you should do is go to a soup kitchen and volunteer and not tweet it. Don't tell anybody. Just do it. It's like you're sitting in a, a nice apartment ordering Uber Eats to your house, tweeting what you think about Trump, and because of the amount of likes it got, you think you did something. You did not do anything. I don't want any of these people. I'm a Democrat. I don't want any of these people speaking for me. Any of these Twitter people? Ever, all these people like, like, like doing these ironic jokes, like, yeah, bro, uh, uh, like that shit, and then all uh, tweeting in lowercase letters, and then the next thing is like, sign this petition to get this congressman out of office. It's like, dude, why would I listen to you about politics? You've been tweeting dick jokes and dick pics for the past two years, and now you want me to be like, okay, yeah, what should I do with my vote? I, why would this is insane, dude? It's insane. It's gotten worse. It got a little better. And then when the pandemic hit and the political, you know, the world got, you know, the world is, you know, fucked. And now it's way worse because everybody's on Twitter tweeting out, this is, you know, here's what we have to do. I am an open mic comedian and here's my opinion about what we should do with the economic system in this country. I believe we need to be a socialist country. And my evidence for that is the fact that I have made no money or done nothing important with my life. It's fucking, it's insane. It's, <laughs> I, I mean, the lady, Cardi B, the lady who sings Bodak Yellow and is, was a stripper for years in the Bronx is like, we, we got her in there like hashing it out, you know, like, okay, here's what we should do. Deborah Messing from Will and Grace was talking about she, she was saying that, you know, we shouldn't vote for, what was it, something about, like, we shouldn't support the gap because they support Kanye West and he's taking votes away from Joe Biden. And then, like, we found out that, like, the gap is, like, employs a bunch of black people and, like, is giving Kanye West a deal who's, like, a black person. She's, like, trying to be. It's, like, insane, dude. Why is everybody listening to these people? Is anybody listening to them? Is anybody, like, look, I, I really need to know what the human torch thinks about foreign policy. Like, is anybody really, is anybody on Twitter listening to the actors who play our superheroes and what they have to say about politics? It's crazy that we need to tell them. This is what we need to do. <clears throat> because this is what we need to do. Because on Twitter, I feel like it's mostly like actors and, and celebrities that are like tweeting out, here's what I think about blah, blah, blah. Dude, what we need to do is we need to just tell, because we told them for a while, you need to use your platform for something good. Once you get a platform, you need to use it to spread change and make the world a better place. We've now realized that them trying to spread change and make the world a better place is the most annoying thing on the planet. So what we now need to do is tell them, hey, dude, once you're done playing Aquaman, we would like you to go up into the hills, into your mansion, and we would like you to never tell us what you think about anything. That's what we need. That's what needs to happen. 
I, dude, no actor should be telling us what to do politically. I don't think they know what they're talking about because you know why? They spent their entire life trying to learn how to play a serial killer on TV. What the fuck does that have to do with the economy? Why would I listen to you? Why wouldn't I listen to, a, a, you know, uh, an economic scholar or, a, 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 you know, whatever? Like a, a CEO, if I'm learning about money, or or uh, uh, an ambassador, or or uh, you know, if I'm trying to learn about like foreign policy, I, I just don't know why I would ever be like, you know, what who I should listen to right now? With these times are tough, you know, who I should listen to is Kerry Washington, because she was so great in Scandal that she's for sure gonna know how to fix the how to heal this nation. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like you know, what it's like it's like that bit. It's like the old Dave Chappelle bit where he talks about Ja Rule. You ever see that where he's on? Uh, he's talking about when Hurricane Katrina happened, and they brought MTV brought Ja Rule on, and and he's like, "What well, motherfucker? I'm not trying to dance right now. I'm scared to death." He's like, "Well, ja, who wants to listen to Ja Rule at a time like this?" And he's like, he says that people are like, "Oh, how am I gonna figure this out?" Where if if only Ja Rule was here to help me sort this out? Like, it's so good, dude. And I I see that that bit has never been truer than it is right now. The Dave Chappelle bit about Ja Rule. I mean, we now have a million Ja Rules on MTV talking about what's going on. I mean, we don't need any of these people. It's like, I know like Twitter comedians, and literally they've been funny from being on Twitter. They've never really done Santa for anything. And they've been funny on Twitter. And then they got a gazillion followers on Twitter for being funny. And they still are funny on Twitter. And then they're like, Hey, here's who I think we should vote for in the next election, and here's why. It's like, dude, what happened to the silly ironic jokes? What is, what is this? Why nobody should be using their platform for no actors or comedians or entertainers should be using their platform for anything other than what we the people ask them to do, which is strum a fucking guitar or sing a love song or tell a joke or pretend to be a fucking Cyclops, you know, on a movie. I don't need to know what the kids from Stranger Things, you know, think about the Supreme Court justices. I, I really don't. I just don't. I, there's no, no, no part of me, you know, no fucking part of me is watching Breaking Bad going, yeah, Jesse just did a line of meth. But when the actor gets off set, I really know what he wants. I really want to know what he thinks about the Secretary of State. You know, like what, what the fuck? I don't think there's anybody that wants that either. I don't, really don't think that any normal people want, are like, I really want to go on Twitter and just hear what like celebrities and porn stars and comedians and just weird Twitter personalities, what they think about what's going on in the country. The people are fine to decide, you know, the, maybe it goes the way you want. Maybe it doesn't. But this whole thing about like, or go out, go, go out and, and volunteer, go clean up your neighborhood. Go, you know what I mean? You're screaming a protest with, with for two minutes with your friends, and then you go on and, and you go on Twitter and you say whatever whatever it is that needs to be said about it. Blah, 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 blah. It's just like, dude. I mean, I don't know, man. I just don't. I don't think that that is good. Like, I don't. I don't need to hear what Twitter entertainers think about the political landscape. It's also like, dude. Regular people don't like that. It's kind of condescending for you to be like, hey. You're a car for you for you to be, you know, let's say, let's say this like you're you're an actor, right? And then 
a guy in the public is a construction worker. And basically, you're like, well, I've gotten famous for being an actor, and you are a construction worker. Neither of these ha have anything to do with politics or economics. But you know what? Because you're a construction worker, you must be dumber than I am. So I, Deborah Messing, must tell you the ways of the world. No! Both of you have never worked in politics. Neither of you should be talking about politics. That's it. This, this, just vote who you want to vote for. You don't need to be spreading, this is the right way, and your way is the wrong way. And I know because I was on will and grace. You know, that's, where I, that's where I got my, <laughs> my degree in political science, was on the set of Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> it's so fucked, dude. I, that's why I loved that Ricky Gervais speech. Where he got, where he did a game with the Golden Globes, uh, where he was like, uh, just when you get up here, grab your little award, uh, thank your agents, and fuck off. It was so great. Because that's like absolutely what I wanted to hear, and that's absolutely what I want from those people. I don't want them to like tell me the ways of the world and what is good and what is bad. You know, I just, I just want to just be a fucking Spider Man. Just be fucking Spider-Man, dude. That's all we need from you. We just need you to be Spider-Man. We don't need you to be Spider-Man, the next great senator. Spider-Man, the amazing congressman? No. We don't need that. We don't need that. No, none of us want that. We want you to sling webs. We don't want you to affect legislation. Please. That's it. That's all we need. All right? Speaking of... Uh, speaking of superheroes though i wanted to bring up this clip you guys everybody's telling me about this batman teaser that i need to watch so i'm gonna bring it up i think robert pattins is in it hold on we gotta do the fucking i have ad block on my computer and i don't have ad block on my fucking phone and it's a nightmare because i'm, I'm once you get used to not li listening to ads you can't go back man you just can't do it all right, here we go. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Okay. DC. Here's the trailer. Someone is pulling out duct tape. No more lies. That's what it says on the duct tape. Your friend. Who is this is like a Nirvana video. <laughs> it's so emo, dude. Dude, the Dude, the Joker movie was really emo too. I love everything's getting emo now, dude, with the SoundCloud rappers and like everybody's like got this like emo like yeah man, it's just like life is pain and I'm a tortured soul, man. That's like the new thing and now fucking bat we got Batman and the Joker doing the same shit. Let me see.
mean, so far I know nothing about this movie. Dude, just kick the shit out of that guy. Pretty badass. Dude. So this is either going to be the worst movie of all time or the best movie of all time. That's what it's going to be. I mean, there's no in, there's no in between. It's either going to be that that Batman movie is either going to be the worst movie I've ever seen or the best movie I've ever seen cuz they went so like cool and edgy with it. Like dude, if you're doing that, it's either going to be like actually sick, which is how like The Dark Knight was with like the Joker and how serious that whole thing was and like how deep into that character Heath Ledger was. It's either going to be like that or it's going to be like uh, that's kind of the thing with superhero movies, though. They're either amazing or horrible. Like, remember how we all... And you never know till you see the movie. Because they always make the trailers look like the sickest shit ever. Remember the Suicide Squad trailer? When that came out? And everyone was like, Jared Leto spent three months underground in a fucking dirt ditch pretending to be the Joker. It's the most impressive method acting performance we've ever seen. And then, like, the, the movie comes out and it's just like, it's bad it was like a bad movie it was like so funny it was like so hyped up like jared leto he painted his face permanently for this film and then we watched the movie and we're like this is pretty it's pretty bad it's pretty not good but that's the thing they the trailers are so fucking cool that you never know but it's either one or the other they're they're never really like mediocre a superhero movie is either like the sickest shit ever or it's it's like laughable it's like silly and robert pattinson that's an interesting choice for batman robert pattinson I don't know how good of an actor he is. I just know that he is the strangest looking, good looking person I've ever seen. Like he's objectively good looking, and like I, you know, I'm, I'm a straight guy, but I know that Robert Pattinson's a hot fucking dude. You know, he's a hot fucking dude, but he's also like b creepy looking. Like he played the vampire, but it's like yeah, but he looks like a real vampire. It's like scary. He's like scary to look. It's like uncom uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like looking at Robert Pattinson, like yeah, dude. I mean, I, I'm sure women are like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I want to fuck you, but also like, you look like you're gonna chop my head off, and not even in like a hot like, ooh, he's a bad boy way. It's like no, he literally looks like he's gonna like chop your head off and put it in the freezer after he gives you after he makes sweet sweet love to you. That's what he, that's what it looks like he's gonna do. I mean, I don't know, man. All you guys told me to watch the trailer. I don't know. The trailer's fucking fine. Did you guys see some shit in there that I didn't see? It looked like a fucking Batman trailer to me. I mean, it's you know. It's, I, I hope it's good. That is weird, though. Like, the method acting. Everybody always talks about, like, Daniel Day, Daniel Day-Lewis. He pretended to be Abraham Lincoln for the movie Lincoln. He fell into the character. He really thought he was Lincoln. I'm like, that is insane. That is hilarious. There's no way that Daniel Day-Lewis, is. he's an adult man. And there's no way that he was in his head for two weeks like, I'm Abraham Lincoln. I've, I'm literally Lincoln. Uh, if, and everyone's like, what's your name? What's your name? My name is Abe Lincoln. Like, dude, you don't believe that. You're, you're showing off. We know you're a good actor. You're showing off, dude. Cause there's no, that method acting shit where you're that deep. He, he becomes the character. Jared Leto, 
He really thought he was the Joker. No, he fucking didn't, dude. There's no way he was ordering food at Wendy's. And they were like, uh, uh, what's your name for your order? And he was like, uh, Joker. Like, dude, shut up, dude. Nobody, nobody, we, he fell into the character and he just, he thought that he was the character because that's how good of an actor he was. I'm like, that sounds like mental illness or it sounds like a guy lying to you. That's what I would do if I was an actor. Every part I'd be like, dude, for three weeks, man, I just literally thought, I know I was playing a penguin, but I literally thought I was a penguin for three weeks. That's how deep into the character I was. Dude, that's really, it's like such a fucking pretentious lie to tell people that you fucking thought you were Abe Lincoln. No, you didn't, dude. You didn't think that you were Abraham Lincoln for three weeks, Daniel Day-Lewis. You didn't, dude. You knew you, you knew, you knew your name was fucking Daniel. There's no way you went to your mom's house to visit her. And she's like, Daniel? And you're like, actually, I'm Abe. And she's like, what, Daniel? What? And he's like, I'm Abe. I don't know. There's no Daniel here. Like, dude, shut up. You didn't do that. You fucking sat down with your mom and you're like, hey, mom. And you ate applesauce with her. You didn't fucking think you were Abe Lincoln at the dinner table. Stop it, dude. It's just, it's so, I mean, you see that, you ever see, I love Jim Carrey. He's like one of my heroes. But you ever see Jim and Andy? It's the movie where, it's a, a documentary about how Jim Carrey played um, fucking, what's his, Andy, not Kindler. That's that fucking other comedian. Um, what the fuck is the guy's name? Why am I drawing a blank right now? Fucking Andy, Andy Kaufman. I don't need to fucking Google. Andy Kaufman. The movie is Jim Carrey plays Andy Kaufman. And he's literally like the whole movie, they're like Jim. And he's like, nope, I'm Andy. And it's like, dude, I, you know, I will say though, I will, I will say this. Jim Carrey is a wild enough dude where he probably did believe it. You know what I mean? Like Jim Carrey is a crazy man. He's, he's a, he's a wild motherfucker. I'm sure he in his head really did believe it, but I don't know, dude. It's, it's, uh, that method acting shit. Acting, you get, it's so pretentious. Like, so much of acting. I'm sorry. I, like, I'm, I act. I'm going to act more. I don't mean to shit on it all the time. But there is something just so... They're like, this is my art. And this is my... Blah, 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 blah. Like, when you're in L.A., they all take it so seriously. Like, my art, my gift, my vision. And you're like, look, dude. You're pretending to be a pimp on a shitty TV show on fucking Lifetime. You know what I mean? Like, this is not... My art, my life, my vision. It's like, dude, you are fucking, you're you're an actor on General Hospital. Like, there's no art in life and vision here. Whereas, like, a comedian, we can admit when shit, dude, if I'm playing a shithole room for bad money in upstate New York, I'm going to be like, yeah, like, if I'm in fucking, you know, Nebraska, and I'm doing some shitty club, and I'm not getting paid well, and the, the room is not set up well, and the audience is drunk. I'm going to be like, yeah, dude, I'm staying in a roadside motel, fucking dude, comedy, man. This is just taking my lumps, man. It's part of the gig, you know? Like, if actors did that, that would be fucking great. If actors would be like, yeah, dude, I got to fucking play Charles Manson in a reenactment. I mean, fucking whatever. Getting paid $1,000 to work here for two weeks. But, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to be a movie star, so we'll try. But they're literally like, no. I'm literally like so set in my vision and my focus. Oh, oh, oh. It's like, dude, shut up, man. Imagine if I was doing that at some shithole gig. Like there are comedy clubs like on the side of the highway, like in a strip mall. And imagine if I was like in a strip mall telling jokes to drunk people who who are at the show for free because the club needed to fill the seats because I don't have enough fans to pack it out. And I'm literally telling the jokes 
And I get off stage and I'm like, this is my art. This is my life. This is my vision. You'd be like, dude, you literally just performed for a bunch of drunk people eating chicken fingers and none of them know your first name. Like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's so crazy, dude. Acting is such like a, so funny. It's so like pompous by nature, man. I just, I, I do, I do that. I hate that. Like a method acting, man. I literally fell into the part and I thought that I was Spider-Man. It's like, dude, shut up. You thought that you're fucking Derek because your name's Derek. That's everybody knows who you fucking are. You didn't think that you were Spider-Man. If you did, you should be hospitalized immediately. That doesn't make you a better actor than the people who fucking didn't pretend to be Spider-Man when they were in their homes. Like, you're, it's insane, dude. It's insane. And also, like, Jared Leto did that for Suicide Squad. The movie was bad. So, obviously, all that psycho You play make-believe in your own home alone, talking to yourself like, like, <laughs> like laughing like fucking the Joker, pretending to be the Joker in your home. Did it work? No. Bad movie. Okay? <laughs> God, man. I mean, uh, I don't know. I hope, I hope the Batman movie's good, though, man. I do. I'm not a big superhero movie guy. The superhero movie thing is another thing that it's, it's creepy. I think it's a little creepy to me how obsessed a bunch of adults are over superhero movies. It's just one of those things... It's just like, dude, why why are we doing this? We need to grow up, I think. Imagine if as a cuz that's something we all liked when we were like 8 years old. And now so many men, so many of us are f refusing to grow up that all the movies they make now are superhero movies. Cuz they're like, yeah, I mean these dudes don't want to fucking be adults, so the the you know, if we make Avengers 9, it's going to do 3 billion dollars at the box office. They make the movie, it's a smash hit. Cause all of us are like, yeah, dude, I'm so fucking psyched to get high and relive my childhood. Like, <laughs> dude, we need to grow up. We don't need to. We don't need to keep being obsessed with, you know, the Flash. We don't need to keep being obsessed with, with, you know, the Riddler. It, we're adults, dude. We're people. These are people. We have jobs. We have benefits. We have a lot of us wives, kids. You know, we're grown adult men. There's no reason for us to still be like, you know who's amazing? Superman. Like, dude, what? <laughs> so your kid's supposed to be into that, man. Not you. Not you. It's for your kid. Imagine if, literally, imagine if I was just straight up fully in on Thomas the Tank Engine. If I was just fully obsessed with Thomas the Train, I'm like, dude, I am so fucking psyched for this new Thomas the Train movie. I'm literally like, dude, Thomas the Train 4 it was the storyline was unbelievable and the acting was good but the ending was a bit subpar i hope on this one thomas the tank engine number 5 the movie ends the way it should end the way the writers wanted it to end you'd be like dude you got to go outside go for a jog dude take take your family for a fucking walk what do you it's just, <laughs> it's insane everybody's like Dude, man, I don't know, man. Andrew Garfield, he kind of dropped the ball playing Spider-Man. He wasn't as good of a, of a Spider-Man as Tobey Maguire. I'm like, hey, man, you're 38 years old, so that's kind of creepy that you've thought about this this in depth. You know? little weird, man. little weird. Imagine if I was still obsessed with Barney the Purple Dinosaur right now. You'd call the authorities. You'd call the authorities. But because we have superhero movies with our biggest movie stars playing the superheroes, now we're all just totally cool with it. Like, yeah, dude. So fucking psyched for the new Batman movie. It's like, hey, man, 
I don't know. It's a little weird that we all want to watch Batman that badly. Shouldn't we just... <laughs> There's plenty of good shit. There's great movies out. The, the superhero... Th- it's just a little... It's just a little weird. It's a little like dudes not wanting to grow up, you know? It's just like a little too much of the comic books and the video games and the, like, I want to be 11 years old again. You're not 11, bro. We got to grow up, man. Can't be watching superhero movies for the rest of our lives. Like, come on, dude. Oh, my God. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of you will hate that one because everybody's fucking obsessed with superhero movies. But I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying it's a little weird, little weird that a bunch of adult men are like, dude, my favorite movies, top three, Avengers 3, Avenger 1, Avengers 2. <laughs> Not a single Scorsese film on there, bro. No? Just see Avengers. Okay, well, fine. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> this is very, just a bit creepy to me, man. A bit creepy. But um, I've been watching the NBA, man. I've been watching the NBA bubble, which is so sick. I don't know if the fans are virtual reality fans or, or just pictures of people that have their pictures put up, like paid to have their pictures put up there. But, dude, the bubble games are so fucking cool. They're just like, they're so into it. It's crazy the stuff we've realized through Corona. Like, we all could have been working at home, and they never needed to sell tickets to sporting events because the sporting events are just as good as they always were when we watch them on TV, and everybody's doing better at their office job from their house. Now you, nobody had to take the hour-long train ride into the city to go fucking work for, you know, Chase Bank. Everybody could have been doing their Chase Bank work at home, but none of us, it took a fucking deadly disease for us to realize that. But yeah, dude, the, the NBA is sick. It's so great. Luka Doncic is the fucking man. The last two games ago when he played, he hit the buzzer beater. He got 43 points, 17 rebounds, 13 assists. Fucking unbelievable game. The next game, not so good. But, you know, he was, he was his ankles hurt. But it's just, he's like fucking th- four years younger than me. It's so weird. And let's be honest, dude. He looks like he works at a Target in Cincinnati. He's just a regular white dude. Well, he's just a regular white dude, man. And that's it. But hey, guys, this has been the Luke Tuma Podcast. You guys have been wonderful. I love you. Thank you for listening, man. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give it a five-star rating. Leave it a review on Apple Podcasts if you can. It really does help. And like I said, if you got to this point, and you enjoyed it, just screenshot your phone, post it on your Instagram story, tag me. I'll repost it because I love you. Give me those ratings if you can. They fucking help. And, hey, man, I appreciate the support. You know I love you, man. I, I'm, I'm starting to get out on the road to do more stand-up right now, so I'll have dates on the podcast to plug very soon. But this has been the Luke Tuma Podcast. I'll see you next week. Love you.